Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. What a blessing. What an honor you have been good unto us. Oh, we thank you for who you have been. We say to you be the glory and the honor and the praise. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. Mashanto Lebaha. Oh, yes, Lord, we thank you. We bless you. Somebody lift your hands, lift your hands. Thank God for the month of July. Commit the month of July into the hands of God and commit the rest of the year, the second half of the year. We want to lift our hands and we want to say, The Lord, it is you who have brought us this way and you take us through to the very end. Our trust is in you, our hope is in you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Bible says He is able to keep that which we commit unto His hand until that day. Somebody lift your hand and be begin to pray. Lift your hand and begin to pray. Pray like you mean it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Moka Sante Lebaka. Yamama Kibaki Bosa Taya Bande. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. Ah, for the seventh month, Lord. Ah, for the second half of the year. Thank you for 2021. Thank you, Lord for all you have for us for what you have done already and what you are doing lord we are grateful we are thankful we exalt your holy name oh yes lord we commit all oh, the month of july onto your hands oh we dedicate it to you lord we say lord oh god let every single day every single evening through the night lord i be detected be blessed by you in the mighty name of jesus Oh, yes, Lord, we thank you uh, for a blessed month, for a new month, and for the second half of the year. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen and Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Well, today is a great day, and great day is today. I want you to come along with me, turn your Bibles with me to... Exodus chapter 9. Exodus chapter 9. Okay. I'm going to read from verse number 1 to, let's say, 6. Then we'll continue from there. The Bible says, and I read from King James, it says, Then the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh and tell him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if thou refuse to let them go, and will hold them still, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thy castle, which is in the field, upon the horses, upon the asses, upon the camels, upon the oxen, and upon the sheep. There shall be a very grievous ruin. 
and the Lord shall savor between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt, and there shall nothing die of all that is all that is the children of Israel. And the Lord appointed a set time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. And the Lord did that thing on the morrow, and all the cattle of Egypt died, but the cattle of the children of Israel died not one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, I want you to understand. I want you to declare and say boldly and say for yourself to believe it. Say, man of mine will die. Man of mine will collapse. Man of mine will fail. Man of mine will, will be spoiled. Hallelujah. I like it when you take it from the uh, NLT. It says, go back to Pharaoh. The Lord commanded Moses, tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says. Let my people go so they can worship me. If you continue to hold them and refuse to let them go, the hand of the Lord will strike all your livestock, your horses, your donkeys, your camels, your cattle, sheep, and goats with a deadly plague. But the Lord will again make a distinction between the livestock of the Israelites and that of the Egyptians. Not a single one of the Israel's animals will die. But the Lord has already set the time for the plague to begin. He has declared that he will strike the land tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he has said. The next morning, all the livestock of the Egyptians died, but the Israelites didn't lose a single animal. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved of God, as a Christian, as a believer, the Bible teaches us that God makes a distinction between the believer and the unbeliever, the wicked and the righteous. He, in fact, calls us the light. At one point, he says, what has light got to do with darkness? What has he who believes got to do with the one who doesn't believe? What has the temple of God got to do with Belia? Hallelujah. And I need you to respect and honor the privileged position that God has given you as a son of God, as a daughter of God, as somebody he has chosen for himself, that you are a peculiar person. You enjoy a certain benefit and privileges. Everybody is God's creation. God created everyone, but not everybody is God's child. Hallelujah. God created everyone. Yeah. But to be his son, you need to do. You need to do what God will have you to do. And the Bible says over here, it says he will make a distinction. Hallelujah. He will make a distinction. May I hear your loudest amen. May God make a distinction between those who serve him and those who serve him not. In Malachi chapter 3 verse number 18 that was the message that the Lord sent look at Malachi chapter uh, 3 verse number 18 the Bible says then shall ye return and descend between the righteous and the wicked between 
Him that serveth God and him that serve him not. Hallelujah. Bible said that when you return, you will see God will make a distinction. You will discern between the righteous and the wicked, and between the one who serve God and the one who serve Him not. And this morning, I want you to be encouraged that you know we all are in the same economy. We are all buying the same thing from the same shop at the same prices. But somehow, God is making a distinction. There is a divine power that separates, that keeps you, that preserves you, that protects you from those who have not come this way. Hallelujah. And I need you to understand that your faith in God, your faith in Christ is not in vain. He will separate you. He will deliver you. He will make a difference when it matters. Hallelujah. Often, many people don't understand. You see, they think that everything is the same for the unbeliever and also for the believer. No. No, it is not so. For the believers, we have hope in Christ that even if this our earthly tabernacle were to be dissolved, we have a tabernacle made of God, not of hands, in heavenly places. Hallelujah. We struggle in this life, and the unbelievers also struggle. But the Bible tells us, hey, that our light affliction is working for us a great, a great return of glory that we will have one day when we cross over. Hallelujah. We, we know the story of Lazarus and the rich man. In fact, the rich man on earth, when they cross over in eternity, the rich man was rather begging for Abraham to send Lazarus. I came to encourage you that whoever you are, whatever you are doing, don't despair of hope and don't throw in the towel. God will make a distinction. God will separate the righteous from the wicked. Hallelujah. Finally, turn your Bibles with me to Psalm 1. Oh, this morning, I'm, I'm feeling so blessed. Psalm 1, Bible says, it says, blessed is the man. Okay. It, it, it's all good. But look at verse number 4. Verse number 4, it says, the ungodly are not so. Okay, maybe let me start from verse 3, then you understand. It says, the blessed person, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaves also shall not wither whatsoever he doth shall prosper then he says the ungodly are not so but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Hallelujah. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Your way will not perish. Hallelujah. That is why this morning the title of my exhortation is None of mine will die. None of mine will perish. None of mine will be destroyed. 
hallelujah in the mighty name of jesus i want you to declare i want us to pray with this uh, uh, scripture in mind i want you to pray for your life pray for your family pray for uh, your 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 employers pray for your employment pray for your children in the mighty name of jesus that god will make a difference between that which followed to you and those who are outside uh, between righteous and the wicked between all the godly and the ungodly between those who believe oh and those who don't in the mighty name of jesus somebody lift your hands and lift your voices hey, and be begin to declare that it is well it is well with my health it is well with my business it is well with my marriage it is well with my home with my children with my husband with my wife we begin to pray in the mighty name of jesus with my employment with my business with my everything that follow to you may god make a difference the Bible says the next day all the livestock, the livestock of the Egyptians perish. The livestock, every one of it died, but not one of the livestock of the uh, Israelites died. God made a distinction in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen to me. How will science describe it? in the same terrain in the same place they all sleep 24 7 24 hours a day seven days a week and they all went to bed and they woke up and whatever they are having one set of people have their livestock dead and the other nothing has happened you know when things happen sometimes signs and people are able to uh, give explanation and give but there are things that god does that you cannot give explanation hallelujah yeah in the same land they went to sleep the next morning first bones of other people have died and that of the israelite nothing happened to them God makes a difference. God makes a distinction. Hallelujah. Diseases that people get and die, you will get and you will not die. I declare it in the name of Jesus. What people have perished by, you will not perish by. May God make a difference. May he spare you. May he make an exception in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, you deserve judgment, but may God intervene. Yes, you deserve a sanction by may God intervene. Yes, what you have done, it was supposed to be otherwise, but may God exempt you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I need you to lift your tithes, take your tithe, take your offering, and I will pray over it right now. Take your tithe, every one of us, wherever you are, you are watching me online. Take your tithe. Take your offering, give it together, your first offering and the tithe. Pastor, how do I give it? There is a number that is coming on the screen. There's a number. If you know, if you don't know your church account number, quickly ask your shepherd. Quickly ask your shepherd. He is going to give it to you or she is going to give it to you. And we need to pray together right away. Are you there? And those of us who also don't have uh, account numbers, you cannot connect your bank account to the church account. You don't know what to do. You want to uh, do uh, cell phone banking or you want to send it from your uh, phone. The number to use, the number to use is 
064-000-2688. I repeat, 064-000-2688. That is the number if you want to transfer e wallet, email, or whatever you are doing. What about pastor? Those of us who want to, we don't have account number and we don't know how to do it. What shall we do? Get somebody to help you or take the church account number, go to the ATM and deposit it in it. Go to the ATM and deposit it in it. And believe God that the charges will be lesser than what you are putting in. So you're offering your type wherever you are. You cannot say, ah, I don't know what to do it. No. If you don't know what to do it, please send a message to the same number I gave, 064-000-2688. You don't know what to do. I have my offering. I have my type. Pastor, I don't know what to do. Can somebody help me? Contact that number. Just send. You can say help. Just send help. And somebody will call you. Uh, it's my number. I'm going to get in touch with you and you your life will never be the same. Okay. I'm sure you have taken your offering, your tithe, and let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let your word, let your promises be fulfilled. Lord, I have declared your word. Thou will never always fail. Your word will never fail. It is being tried over and over. Hey, my God, you are not a man to lie, neither a son of man to repent. How can your word fail? It is not possible. Therefore, I call on you, that Lord, everyone who has sown a seed, everyone who has given the tithe, who has given an offering, and he or she is so given, Lord, I invoke your power in your word and I declare that let there be a difference between us and the wicked. Let there be a difference between us and the unbelievers. Let there be a difference between us, between that which falleth to us, between that which belongs to us, between our children, our church, our members, our fellow uh, servants, our friends and our loved ones. We pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, you said, you open the windows of heaven and bless us that there shall not be room enough to contain it if we will test you with our tithes. Lord, we have given our tithes. We are giving our offering. We are giving even special seats to help. Lord, we pray that let your word be fulfilled. You said, when we give, you will cause men to give back unto us, press down, shaking together and running over. I lift my voice and declare that let it not fail. Let everyone under the sound of my voice receive, oh yes, a, a financial breakthrough, an encounter, a blessing, a benediction, a supply in a way that only you can do it, that your name will be glorified. Father, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. Love the Lord at home. I can't hear you. Oh, yeah, we love the Lord. Well, shall we stand to our feet at this time? Wherever you are, stand to your feet. Let's set a good example to our children, to our friends, that we are honoring God. We may be at home, but we are honoring God.
Thank you so much, Bishop. We are so blessed. We receive the blessing that none of mine will die. The declarations have been made and you have decreed over us and we are so grateful. And now, ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and sisters, help me to welcome none other than our very own pastor, the bishop, the very son of the prophet, Bishop Napoleon Essien. Let me hear your loudest joy. Amen. I am I on? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow, what a blessing. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you. We give you all the glory for what a wonderful day you have made that we can rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, as we approach your word, we pray that you will grant us understanding hearts. Let your spirit illuminate your word. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice will be delivered from every form of attack that is not of you. We bring the hand of the enemy. We destroy the workings of demons and evil spirits that ascend to distract and to cause people to lose the seed that they, they are about to receive. Lord, I pray that your word will have its free course, that your word will cause us to become, that your word will change us, that your word will deliver us, that your word will heal us and bring us to where we need to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your spirit. Above all, let your will be done. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Wow, what a blessing. So, beloved of God, it's, it's such a blessing. And I want to welcome all of you to the month of July. I want to welcome you to the month of July. July is the seventh month, and I want to declare to you that this month expects something perfect in your life. Seven is the number of perfection. Things have not gone the way they are supposed to for so many uh, months and so many years, but expect that your prayer life this month going will be perfect. Expect that your health will be perfected in this month. Expect as something perfect, you will have a perfect peace of mind. Hallelujah. Uh, something perfect is coming you. Perfect gifts will, will come your way. Perfect solution, perfect answers. Something perfected is coming your way in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So for the short time that we have to be together, I want to share with you something very important and your life will not be the same. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me, if you will, to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. I'm reading from verse number 8. Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 8. If it's in your Bible, say hallelujah. If it's not there, or you are trying to open it, Say, wait for me. Proverbs chapter 4. I'm reading from verse number 8. All right. 
Okay. Bible says, Exalt her. It's talking about wisdom. Exalt her. And she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Amen. She shall give to thy head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hallelujah. So the Bible talks about wisdom in a very profound way. And it says wisdom the, uh, is personified in a feminine state. That is said, exalt her and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thy head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that wisdom is the principal thing. This morning I'm starting a series and I want to um, introduce to you this all important book from my father and your father. Labor to be blessed. Somebody say with me, labor to be blessed. Yeah, so we are going to begin today is the introduction. Labor to be blessed. Now, Many people labor for different things. Many people labor, they do so many things, and sometimes they themselves don't even understand why they are doing what they are doing. So if you get a reason why, a good reason why you do what you are doing, then it's a blessing. Hallelujah. But Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing, and in all you're getting, get wisdom. It takes wisdom, it takes a deep understanding for you to sit down and analyze what life is about. Why are we running? Sometimes you hear people running, you see them, I mean, going with a full force, brute force, and you just join because everybody is running, and you don't even know why you are running. Then you get to a place when somebody asks you, why are you running? Then you also say, that they were running. Then I also joined. <laughs> they were running. So many people want to, even sometimes I ask people, many people want to do things, but they have not sat down to ask themselves, why am I doing what I'm doing? Are you doing what you are doing because uh, others are doing it or you have a good reason for doing it? And such is also my life and your life we don't have uh what you call infinite years on this earth where we are now we have limited time to be here that is why i'm talking i started by saying that we will need wisdom we will need wisdom to even process i think that you need a little wisdom to be wise <laughs> you can read to get wisdom, but even what to read, you need wisdom to also even decide. So I think a little wisdom is required even to understand what God will have you to do. Hallelujah. So as we begin this journey, labor to be blessed. What am I talking about? May wisdom speak to us. May understanding guide us. 
may we not be the same because the wisdom of God will guide us. So many of us will be so free. You will begin to enjoy life. You will begin to give glory, be happy. Depression will never be part of your life any longer. Diseases and sickness, so many things, stress will go away when you begin to get a certain understanding. But because we sometimes don't get that understanding and we don't see what we need to see, we begin to move in ways that brings a lot of hardship, a lot of burden and worry onto us. But my prayer is that from this morning, God will grant us wisdom. God will grant us understanding. He will help us to know what life is about. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. So in a scripture that I want to read with you is found in Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. I was uh, praying with it this morning and I think we can read it again. Mark chapter 4 verse number 12. Bible says that seeing they may see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand lest at any time they should be convicted and their sins should be forgiven them hallelujah bible said that in seeing people will see but not perceive in hearing we've been hearing we will hear and not understand it said lest at any time in other words when you see and you perceive when you hear and you understand, you will be converted. Your change will come. Hallelujah. And whatever used to be a problem will never be a problem. So the reason why we have not seen change, the reason why we've been to church, we've been reading, we have, I mean, read and reading and doing so many things, but we are not seeing the change that we need is that Sometimes we see things, but we don't perceive. We don't, we don't perceive what we are seeing. We hear things, but we don't understand what we are hearing. This morning I pray that you will perceive what God is saying to you. I pray that you understand what you are hearing in the mighty name of Jesus. May perception be our portion this morning. May understanding be our portion this morning. So the change, hey, so the change that we are looking for will come in the name of Jesus. Maybe you are looking for change in the area of your character. You are looking for change in the area of your finances. You are looking for change in the area of your health. You are looking for change in the area of your education. Whatever change you are looking for, to be converted means to be changed by the grace of God. The way of God, the way of God is able to change you from being even somebody who is a simpleton, somebody who is very simple, to be a wise, prudent person. The word of God is able to change you from poor person to a rich person. The word of God is able to change you from being an unbeliever to be a believer. The word of God is able to change you from being an unanointed person to become an anointed person. How does it happen? He said, by perceiving when you see, by understanding when you hear. And I pray that this morning, 
as many as have joined in i pray that your change will come i pray that the convention will take place in the mighty name of jesus through his word hallelujah so labor to be blessed chapter one in ecclesiastes chapter four verse number four come along with me Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse number 8 the Bible says and I read it says there is one alone and there is not a second yea he has neither child nor brother yet there is no end to all his labor neither is his eyes satisfied with riches neither has he neither saith he sorry neither saith he for whom do i labor and bereave myself my soul of good this is also vanity yea it is a sore travail hallelujah now let me take it from the uh, nlt i'm reading the verse number seven and eight it says i observe yet another example of something meaningless under the sun this is the case of a man who is all alone without a child or a brother yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can but then he asks himself who am i working for why am i giving up so much pleasure now is it all is it all so meaningless and depressing mm? it is it is all sorry it is all so meaningless and depressing hallelujah so this is a question that we need to ask ourselves this is a question that wisdom need to speak to us about that what look at your life how old are you how many more years do you have what is your life about how have you come to be where you are what you are doing and what you intend to do what purpose will they say are you over here just to eat drink and sleep and die one day and go why are you fighting we are fighting to succeed we are fighting different things what is the purpose what is the aim why do we do the things we do hallelujah there must be a good reason for all our labor there must be a good reason for all our toil. There must be a good reason for all our suffering. Yes, we are going to eat by the sweat of our brow. But what is our life about? We need to have a good purpose, a good reason. Hallelujah. That causes us to do the things that we are doing. We cannot just live anyhow. We cannot just go through life as though, I mean, nothing matters. There is an appointed day coming. There is a day that our life will be no more. When that day comes and when that time falls upon us, will we be happy to leave behind all that we have labored for? Will we have done it with a certain wisdom? That is what this journey is about. Hallelujah. Labor to be blessed. There is a blessing. And that is what we need to talk about this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm enjoying myself. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. Okay. Now, the wisest man, Solomon, 
began to speak. He said, look, it's amazing to see somebody who is alone. He doesn't have a brother. He doesn't have a son. He doesn't have a daughter. He doesn't even, some people even don't have a, a wife. And they are fighting heaven and earth to acquire, not that they don't have all to eat. At a certain point in time, you, you, you have all to eat. There are people who have acquired more than burden, who have more than money, who have wealth, who have companies, and still, still the ambition is to get more and more of the same thing that they have that they don't use. Can I tell you something? For information, even when you have monies that are in more than million, when you have monies in millions and billions and trillions, it is very difficult for you to see it. You cannot see the money. Can I tell you something? The money will be held in an account or in something, in stock, in share something. They will just give you a certificate of what you have. That is what they, they will give you. The people who have a lot of money with them, if you see somebody with a lot of money with them, normally they are not very rich. Very rich people don't have money with them. <laughs> Their money is... They, they hear of it. They hear of what they have. <laughs> they don't even see their money. So if you are there and you think you are very rich and you are always seeing money, then you have not gotten to a certain level. Yes! You don't see the money you have. You don't control it. I mean, different things. Yes! People have sleepless nights. Not that they lack what to eat, where to sleep and all that. They give themselves to even vain affections and to wickedness and to different things to just have more and more and more of something that they will never even be able to use all their life. And sometimes you ask yourself, why do people do what they do? Hallelujah. That is what we are talking about. Not that we are... I mean, not supposed to work. No. God, I mean, instruct us to work. He said, the hand that does not work will not eat. God said that we should work, that we may give unto him. That means those of us who used to steal, he said we should not steal any longer, but we should work with our hands so we can give. So God expects us to work. Hallelujah. Meaningful work. Working that which will cause us to do what God will have us to do. But not, I mean, coming to a place that you forget about what life itself is about. And all we are doing is to acquire more and more and more of the same thing that we may never need or use or even uh, uh, be able to see it. Hallelujah. So you need to ask yourself, these are uh, some of the questions that we see in the book. What? am I in school for? There must be a good reason. Without education, you cannot even read your Bible. Without education, you cannot even write. Without education, you cannot even communicate with a certain group of people. So what are you in school for? There must be, if you are going to go to school, there must be a good reason. Hallelujah. Not just that, I mean, we have something called the pride of life. 
Sometimes you just want to be called a professor. Or you no, there must be a reason. I want to do this. There must be a reason that should guide you. What am I working for? All the work that you have been, what is it about? What am I sweating for? What are you struggling about? What are you burdened for? What are you traveling for? As you are traveling up and what are you traveling for? Is there a meaningful reason why we do the things we do? What are we sacrificing for? What is the labor? Are you there? The labor that we, we labor, what are we laboring for? Day and night, what is it about? What are we fighting for? What are we suffering or dying for? Hallelujah. Bishop says, these are also questions that come to my mind whenever I see people struggling, hustling, working and suffering in this dark and difficult world. Hallelujah. Okay, many people achieve their goals several times over, but still do not know why they are working. Many people acquire houses, cars, lands, and cannot even use them. To what purpose are all these acquisitions? What makes men do the things they do? Making money or working for money, what they will, will they use it for? And he talks about how he made a businessman. And the businessman had a lot of money, but still he was working and working and working and working. Hallelujah. But I want to share something with you. Turn your Bibles with me. Labor to be blessed. So what is a blessing? If I am not supposed to labor to be rich and uh, acquire more and more and more, what am I supposed to be doing? In Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 4, the Bible says it, say it clearly there. Look at it. Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 4. You will see that the Bible instructs us clearly something that we don't need to try and do. It says, labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. This is why we began by talking about wisdom. Labor not to be rich. This is God's instruction and God's command. That, look, you can easily embark on a journey just to get a lot of money. And you may not even, you may not even be around to see what you have, you have acquired. Recently, I read in a newspaper, uh, uh, people who were doing uh, gold mining, uh, illegal gold mining. And as the guy went down, the um, something cave and he sealed, he sealed uh, the hole or uh, the pits that he had gone to mine there. There were uh, legal miners they have left, so these guys also went after them. They went deep down and as they were mining, about four of them, and before it could even gather what they were working for, the clay fell sealed the hole. By the time they were able to gather people to come and help them extract all the clay and to get him out, he, he was already weak. And I'm, I, I was thinking that, I mean, what are we? What is this world about? What is it that we want? Our generation and our world, it's like our appetite, our longing for fame, for money, to, I mean, uh, 
for different things is consuming us to the extent that we don't even stop and give a second glance at our lives and take stock of what we are doing. Once it is flashy, once it is nice, once people will applaud and people will say it's okay, we want to go. We don't even want to retain the knowledge of God. Things are being that once people applaud, it looks like it's okay. But look at this. Look at this in Genesis chapter uh, 32. Genesis chapter 32. Are you in Genesis chapter 32? Bible says, Jacob, and Jacob went on his way, and the angel of the Lord met with him. Okay? And when Jacob saw him, he said, This is God's host. And he called the name of the place Mahalmeh. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thou shalt speak unto my, my lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob saith thus, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. Okay? I have, verse number five, I have oxen, axes, flock. And men servants and women servants, I have sent sent to tell my Lord that I may find grace in thy sight. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and also he came to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. And Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. And he divided the people that was with him, and the flock, and the heads, and the camel, into two bands. Are you there? And said, if Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, and Lord, which said unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal with thee there. And I am not worthy, I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant. For with that myself I pass over this Jordan, and now I am become. Two bands. Hallelujah. Verse number 11. He prayed. He said, Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. Hallelujah. So Jacob was praying. Move, if you can, let's go straight to you. Verse number 28. Verse number 28, are you there? Verse number 28, the Bible says, Okay. So he sent the people away, verse number 25. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, sorry, let me start from 24. And Jacob was left alone. Now he had 
wives, he had children, he had a flock, he had heads, he had so many things. But look at what the Bible says, verse number 24, the Bible says, And Jacob was left alone. And time comes that even the things you have, you, you don't want to see them. You don't want to know about it. You just want to be alone. Hallelujah. Bible says, And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he tied the hollow of his tie. And the hollow of Jacob's tie was out of joint as he rested with him. So when this angel man, the Theophany, the God man was struggling with Jacob all alone, all alone. Bible said that the, the angel, the Chiofani, the God man noticed that he is not prevailing against Jacob. So he dislocated the jawbone. Hmm? The joint, yeah, his tie bone, he dislocated it. Verse number 26. And he said, Let me go. Now he is begging. He said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. Hallelujah. This is where we are coming to labor to be blessed. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince thou hast power with God and with men, and thou hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my, my name? And he blessed him there. Hallelujah. And Jacob called the name of the place uh, Penel. For I have seen God face to face and my life is present. Amen. Now, listen to me. That's why we started reading from, uh, from verse number one. You notice that before God met the Theophany, the God-man, Bible said Jacob was blessed. He sent people to his brother to go and tell them, I have sojourned with uh, our uncle Laban, and I'm blessed. I have gotten me oxen, axes, cattle, heads, flock, everything. I have, I mean, many servants and women servants. I have wives, children. He had everything that we call blessed. He had it. But when he was left alone, Hallelujah. You can see that there is a time and there's a, a, a moment that comes that you wouldn't even want to know what you have. There is something that is called a blessing that we need to find out. What is a blessing? Because to the ordinary man and to some of us who are Christians, when you buy a car, it's a blessing. J Jacob had uh, uh, donkeys and uh, perhaps horses. He was blessed. He had cattle. He had sheep. He had uh, all the things that we look for. If you have a wife, somebody so I'm blessed, I have married. Jacob had, uh, if I will say, wives. <laughs> and Jacob did not only have a child, he had children. Hallelujah. He had company, he had servants, men servants and women servants. What we call blessed, he had it. 
So if we were the ones, we wouldn't even find out about what a true blessing is. But Bible says that when he met with the Theophany, he said, bless me. The reason for his struggle, the reason for his fight, the reason for his labor, the reason why Jacob was laboring, he said, look, unless you bless me, you are not going. Tell somebody, unless you bless me, you ain't going. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there? I like it. I like it. Oh, my God. Thank you. Bible says in verse number 25, And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, there's a struggle. There's a struggle. All the struggles that you are going through, waking up early in the morning, coming home very late at night, I mean, having breakfastless morning and sleepless night, is it for a blessing or is it for something that will, I mean, evaporate before your very eye? How can you labor for that which is not a blessing? How can you labor for that which will not last? How can you spend your life, your very life that God has given you, that cannot be replaced, that cannot be, I mean, uh, uh, restored? When your years are gone, your days are gone, you cannot take it back. How can you spend your days and your life and your years on something that cannot even last a lifetime? But Jacob, he struggled, he labored, he struggled with the theophany. He had the cars, if you like. He had the children, if you like. He had the money, he had the cattle, livestock. He had all the things that we call blessed today. Can I suggest to you that there may be a true meaning of blessing that we need to look for? Because if it were me and you, I'm sure that we wouldn't even think about asking for a blessing. But the, the, the man and the woman of old, they understood a blessing different from how we understand it. We understand blessings to be financial. We understand blessings to be car. We understand blessings to be good marriage, good education, good faith. No, there is something more. It looks like all these things does not bring blessings, but blessings bring all these things. Hallelujah. Oh, Sante. May the Lord bless you. May you labor for a blessing. I said, may you labor for a blessing. And we can see over here that Jacob had all these things. Jacob had all these things, but when he met, he said, bless me. Bless me. What? What? And Bible says, look at verse number, is it a 29? Yeah, verse number 29. Bible says, the 28 says, and he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob. It looks like there's even a blessing in a name. Yeah. Bible said a good name is better than riches. May we, may we buy the counsel of God. You know, when the Bible talks about a father, a good name is better than riches. You may not understand. But even for Jacob to be blessed, the first thing, the first thing was that his name was changed. May your name change from an unbeliever to a believer. May your name change from an unanointed person to an anointed person. May your name change from a wicked person to a very kind and righteous guy. In the mighty name of Jesus. May your name change. Hallelujah. It looks like there is a blessing that comes and blessing is associated with name. May God give you a good name. I say may God give you a good name. I don't know why. Paul 
did not retain his original name. Paul, his actual name was called Saul. And when he found God and he met with God, his name was changed from Saul to Paul. The Abraham that we read about, his name was changed from Abraham to Abraham. Hallelujah. Sarah that we read about, her, her name became Sarah from Sarai. It looks like there's a blessing that we don't even know. There's a blessing that is associated even with name. It looks like, I mean, there is something that we need to find out. Hallelujah. And the, and the, and the God man, the Chiofani, the angel said, Thy name shall be called Israel. For as a prince, thou, as a prince, thou, mm -hmm, as for as a prince has thou power with God and with men and has prevailed. You have even prevailed. Hallelujah. 29. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. Tell somebody, and he blessed him there. May the Lord bless you. I say, may the Lord bless you. May we labor. May all that we are doing. You know, I, 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 you need to come to a place that I am sure. I am sure. I know people. I know people today that if I call them, that should I bless you or give you thousand rand? Do you want thousand rand or I should bless you? If I have the opportunity to give you thousand, thousand rand or to bless you. Which one will you choose? That the, 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 I mean, maybe thousand rand is not mine to you, but you do this little analysis and see. That is when you begin to understand or you begin to know that perhaps we don't understand what a blessing is. Perhaps we don't know. May wisdom and understanding that comes from above guide us to understand and know what a blessing is in the name of Jesus. May your vision be to obtain a blessing rather than to have riches. Instead of fighting for money, you would rather fight for blessing. Instead of doing all, wrestling, doing all you can do, you would rather, you would rather fight for something. Hallelujah. That will, that will last. And the Bible says, and Jacob called the name of the place uh, uh, Penel. For I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Amen. Amen. May, 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 you, may you labor for a blessing. May, look, when we read from Genesis chapter 27, the story about Jacob and Esau. You know, when you read the story, you may think that they were children. About the birthright, I mean, the crime, this one. No, you may think that they were children. They were over 40 years old when they were fighting about who will be blessed. The contention, all the fights and all that was about who was going to receive a blessing. As people, we live and we don't do much to be blessed. You can see that Jacob was laboring, was fighting, was maneuvering, orchestrating just to have a blessing. Oh, may the Lord bless us. May we be truly blessed of God. Labor to be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus.
Hallelujah. Oh, may we know the true meaning of blessing. If when you read Psalm 1, I'm just introducing the book before we can uh, continue. Psalm 1, Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not after the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the seat, nor seated on the seat of the scornful, nor standeth in the way of sinners. But his delight is in the law of his Lord. In his law do he meditate day and night. Bible said, This man shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Hallelujah. Yeah, he said his leaves, and he will bring forth his fruit in this season. His leaves will not wither. Whatever he does shall be blessed. Amen. It's like a blessing. A blessing. A blessing has something to do with even who you talk to, who you fellowship with, where you are getting counsel from. May the blessing, the true blessings of God be upon us. In the name of Jesus. Another person I want us to see we will see Abraham but let's go quickly to uh, Genesis chapter 27 reading from verse number 5 to 14 Bible says and I read and Rebekah speak unto Jacob his son saying behold I heard thy father speak unto Esau thy brother saying bring me venison and Make me savory meat that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord, before my death. Can you believe it? Isaac asked Esau to go for hunting and bring venison and make him savory meat as, as the, 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 the type that he liked so that he will eat. And when he is, he is full, he will bless him before the Lord, before he dies. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hand and say, Lord, may I obtain a blessing from all those that matter before, before they are taken away. Maybe your mother, maybe your father, maybe your auntie, your uncle. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, may the blessings that you have stored in people for us, may we connect and take every one of it in the name of Jesus. Are you there? Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Go now to the flock and fetch me from thence two good cakes of the goats, and I will make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loveth, and thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. At it. Look at look at the mother. He said, Look, I know, I know your father wants to bless Esau, but look, you need a blessing, and I want you to have the blessing, so I'm going to help you. Go and bring two kids from the from the flock, and I'm going to make you know, when a woman, a wife cooks and a man have cooked, it's not the same. He said, I'm going to make savory me such as your father likes, and I will give you so that you go and give it to, to him. That he would rather bless you before he dies. And Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. And my father, peradventure, will fill me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver, and I will bring a curse upon me, and not a blessing. 
you know you can see that the men of old who became renowned they they really were cautious about what to bring a case and what to bring a blessing and his mother said unto him upon me be thy case my son only obey my voice and go fetch me then and he went and fetched and brought them to his mother and his mother made savory meat such as his father loved hallelujah when you continue with the story the story ends in a way that you will be amazed to see it jacob had a blessing and before he would even move out then his bigger brother it's like a, i mean <laughs> a, a movie his brother came and his his father began to shake why because a man has spoken blessings over and the blessings that that isaac pronounced over jacob over israel that is what we are witnessing today in the nation of israel the blessing he said you should you will be blessed indeed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed look israel another time for that when we talk about israel a small nation smaller than any tribe any one tribe even in our country but they are so blessed inventions medical field in the fixes uh, i mean in every as banking law any medicine everything they have taken over they have taken over in in them shall all the nations and the families of the earth be blessed a blessing is able to change everything that's where I'm, I'm coming to so it looks like blessing can make you wealthy and make you rich and make you renowned but when you have money it doesn't mean you are blessed <laughs> may god make you blessed in the name of jesus the last person is uh, abraham the last person i want to talk about is abraham genesis chapter 14 quickly genesis chapter 14 are you there when you read from verse number 14 the bible says and i read it says and when abraham heard that his brother was taken captive the same lot that said he will not stay with abraham his headsmen were striving and he chose the greener portion and moved eastward towards sodom bible said a time came when abraham heard that his brother lot was taken captive he armed his trained servants born in his own house 318 okay and pursued them unto Dan and he divided them against them and he and his servant by night and smote them and pursued them on unto uh, Hoba which is the left hand of Damascus and he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the woman also and the people and the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chadolama and the kings that were with him at the valley of Shiva which is the king's deal are you there 18 
and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Are you there? And blessed be the Most High God, which has delivered thine enemies unto thy hand. And he gave him tithe of all. Hallelujah. Abraham paid tithe. He gave tithe of all. 21. And the king of Sodom said unto Abraham, Are you there? Give me the persons and take the goods unto thyself. And Abraham said unto the king of uh, Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe lashes, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abraham rich, save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Escort and Mamri, let them take their portion. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Abraham, Abraham that we talk of, we know how great this man is. They were trying to give him goods. I'm, 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 I'm talking about what a true blessing is. Labor to be blessed. When he had, even somebody who had, who had fought him, his own uh, nephew had fought him with lots, he went, fought and delivered him. And when there were butchers, the spoils of war were ready, that they were given to him. He said, no, I wouldn't want to take financial things and this. I want the true blessing that comes from God. Hallelujah. And he said, I have lifted my hand unto God, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth, and I will not take even a tread or a shoe lashes, lest you will say that you have made Abraham rich. In other words, the blessings of God, it maketh rich and added no sorrow. Abraham looked up to God for the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Abraham looked up to God he fought for a meaning. The Bible said that he journeyed, he moved around looking for a nation, a city whose maker was God. Hallelujah. May we fight and may we struggle, suffer for something that will be a blessing to us. May we, may all our doings, may all our encounters, may our labor, may our suffering, hey, our work and our fighting, may we fight the good fight of faith. Bible tells us, may we fight, may we struggle to see people go to heaven. May we struggle, if we are going to school, if we are reading, we are studying, we are struggling, it is that we will be able to even save certain kinds of people. Let there be a godly agenda. Let there be a godly purpose. Let there be a blessed purpose. Labor for a blessing. Hallelujah. And as you labor for a blessing, you will never regret. Bible says, Bible says we came into the world with nothing. And it is certain we shall take nothing out. The best thing we can do for ourselves is to labor for a blessing. I pray that when our time comes and we need to exit, 
I pray when the time comes that we need to be raptured. I pray that when the time comes that we need to sign off. It's like we are being shown record. I pray that we will have no regrets. I pray that we will not be sorrowful. I pray that we will not, we will not say, had I known. I pray that we will say that, Lord, thank you. Because we labored for a blessing. We labored with a purpose. Our struggles, our, our pain, and our fightings, and all the things we did was meaningful. It brought people to God. It saved people's life. It saved people's hope. It delivered people. We became unto them saviors of men. May the Lord cause this good intention, oh yes, of God, to be planted on us, that we will labor. Not for the bread that wasted away. That we will labor not for the things that will not matter at the end of the day. But we will labor for the true, the true riches, the, the crowns and the glory that we will inherit in heaven. May you be, oh yes, like Abraham, who look, who move around looking for that great city whose builder and maker is of God. May we have a great purpose for all our fight and all that we are doing. May we labor to be blessed. May we labor to hear one day, good, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of thy Lord. May the Lord bless you. May he lift his countenance upon you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May you not be the same because there is a purpose, a good reason for what you do. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.